Welcome to the Thought Leader Podcast. I am Mr. Mount, I mean, uh, Dr. Kent. And I am Randy Baker. And our Thought Leader Podcast is devoted to finding thought leaders wherever they may be in the world. And today we're going all the way to uh, India. Um, I'm not sure whether we're going to Mumbai or Bangalore, but we're going to be in the great subcontinent of India. So what was interesting is I, I just made a stupid joke earlier when I said that, you know, this is uh, Mr. Mountain. I was about to say that because in the conversation, I'm always looking for where's the story. And what, what's neat about Girish Batra that we talked to today is that his very name means mountain. And I would love to kind of have that sort of meaning in my own name. And it was great that you'll hear him explain how it makes sense to his life. And I, I think it makes sense because for me, a mountain climber, you know, goes to the top of the mountain. They don't live up there. You don't, you don't, you know, go up to the top of a mountain, set up a tent and, and <laughs> you know, that's it for the rest of your life. You come back down and you climb the next peak. So I think we should go straight to uh, our interview with Mr. Mountain, Garish Batra. Listen carefully to how he negotiates the startup community, which is really interesting. Here we go. So nice to talk with you, Girish. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Very good. Cool. And I, I'm very curious. So my name means nothing, uh, Kent. It's just a, a location in England. What does Girish mean? It means mountain in our language, uh, mountain. That's great. So what makes you a mountain-like person? Actually, uh, ready to take more risk and so therefore failure, uh, it's tough to shake a mountain with failure, kind of. Maybe that's the uh, learning I've taken with my name. I love that. Yeah. So if we dive right in, I mean, that's the space you're in. So you're, you're in the space of taking risks, deciding which risks are good risks and bad risks and all of that. We live in kind of a risky world right now. What are your, what are you seeing around you about what today looks like and what tomorrow uh, brings. So uh, the good news is uh, I was preparing for this uh, for almost four years now. See, because the startup ecosystem is risky and investment into startup is more risky because there's money involved in the game. So uh, and uh, COVID kind of exposed the uh, strength or the anti-fragility of uh, some folks and the fragility of the rest. So it was fun to find out who was anti-fragile and who got benefit from other fragile folks kind of uh, moving out of the game. So it's uh, it's like the roller coaster, but when you enjoy riding it, you don't want to leave it. It's like the 10th round in the roller coaster, but you're enjoying it. So so that's where I am, uh, sitting again and again on the roller coaster saying, let's take a new ride up. <laughs> so Girish, I would love to understand or know more about the startup sector within India. India is a very fast-growing economy. You've been damaged to some extent in this last year by COVID. What's happening now and where, where is the money going? Where is the smart money going? So uh, luckily, India had a tech boom since almost 25 years. India produces the maximum engineers in the world, uh, almost 10 times the US. So we already had the backbone. 
ऑफ कोर्स दिस बैकबोन वॉज रिस्क एवर्स मतलब समहाउ वी आर अपब्रिंगिंग वॉज टू वर्क फॉर कॉपरेट अर्न सैलरी रिस्क अवर्स आई वुड से बट द लास्ट फोर इयर्स द लैक ऑफ अपॉर्चुनिटीज एक्चुअली फोर्स्ड पीपल टू स्विम विद द शार्क्स मतलब पीपल गॉट फोर्स टू टेक रिस्क एन सी हाउ द स्टार्टअप इको सिस्टम कैन टेक दैम एंड then we've got good number of success stories be it in e-commerce be it in saas uh, startups and with global uh, reach in two years a startup got founded and it got uh, almost 80% customers from outside india so these kind of case studies uh, in 10 years a startup uh, could afford uh, almost a uh, 15 million dollar salary for its founders in 10 years from idea to so these kind of success stories we've got good role models now for the younger generation to look up to say i am also ready for this kind of a journey so uh, and uh, luckily there was a startup blink report which said that india is rated uh, among the top 20 countries and bangalore where i am based in, in the top 10 cities uh, for the startup ecosystem in the world so like in the thick of action so to say wow and why so i'm very curious why do you believe bangalore in particular i i know very little about bangalore why is that city in particular well suited to that actually because it started early in the game like the early uh, tech companies got formed in bangalore bangalore was a retirement city 25 30 years back but it had got good greenery good uh, space for people to uh, come together hustle and uh, and that's how that backbone has given it a early start to it and today it's the biotech capital of the country it's the tech capital of the country it's also uh, the saas capital of the country so like that it's like uh, got a early lead but other cities are also picking up so we've got a competition among cities as to which city will uh, beat each other but uh, it's a big country matlab india is almost every fifth person in the world is a indian so and that also brings that scarcity mindset nahi we've been upbringing in our bringing from the college seat to the space on the road we had to kind of uh, fight for it so that scarcity mindset gave birth to innovation so what i call uh, frugal innovation uh, india is the land of that frugal innovation because of this scarcity mindset uh, which many of us face so here in, in the us valuations of startups have have started to become extremely high companies with very little traction are valued in hundreds of millions companies with you know a couple of years under their belt could be worth several hundreds of millions of dollars in terms of valuation for the next round are you seeing that in india is starting to happen that capital is becoming not easy to get but the valuations driving the capital raise is getting higher see uh, yes and no a few lucky ones are able to uh, get that uh, ripple effect or what i call upward spiral but 9 out of 10 have to work hard to get that valuation they won't get it easy the next round because there are not too many matlab we have got uh, american vcs we've got indian homegrown vcs but of course as people make money from this ecosystem as founders as investors the next 5 uh, years would be easier is my thought process but the us like you can get uh, seed money even at idea in india very rare matlab you won't get seed money at idea you'll have to invest your own money or friends and family money at the idea stage to get that early 0 to 1 journey what we tell startups 1 to 100 we'll get you outside money but 0 to 1 do it from your own money and that's been the frugality also so they are very they don't take salaries they work from home they they try to do things in a very agile and frugal manner so every startup needs capital to to grow bootstrapping well you get them so far but outside of capital what is the what is the thing that you're seeing that most startups lack apart from capital see actually uh, 
it's strategy in fact i'm a student of strategy and uh, the more startups interacted with more than 100 founders in the last 3 months and the more we interact with them uh, like uh, what i tell them they diverge on the problem and they converge on the solution whereas they have to do reverse they have to actually uh, converge on the problem so what problem are they solving they should be laser sharp focused and ask why as to is this problem really uh, like does the customer need to solve it will he pay me to solve this problem and then they have to diverge on the solutions so experiment with multiple pocs with multiple target audiences this they miss somehow they are married to the solution instead of being married to the problem so that's what uh, it comes across and it, at times they are not coachable also in this one so that's where i feel although they don't accept it it's like a hidden problem it's like i have uh, blocked arteries but i don't know it so i'm happily running around with my solution hoping someone would like it and i'll get my first customers get my first investors so it's like kind of a hidden problem and that's where we softly coach them matlab it's difficult to coach a founder who's so adamant on the solution he's married to so we softly coach them in terms of opening new gaps or what we call critical success factors for them to explore so that's what i believe is the most uh, critical area but they've seen successes if they take the right strategic direction they get success early they get investments early and then it's going up only and you've built um it looks like you've built quite a system in a way sort of a system to help a lot of people but to sort of filter you know allow people to self filter are you ready uh and then mm. if they're not quite ready well you know what we'll help you get ready uh, for a couple of months how do you see that whole system i know there are there are others that that do this kind of thing mentorship and and so forth but what does that what does that look like for you all unfortunately startups do not have uh, too much of ready made parts or ready made solutions they have to have that experimental mindset to check what works so only give them uh, small uh, gaps or small openings to like be it business development strategy or be it uh, a critical gap in their tech to build the mvp so give them that one or two gaps to which are the critical gaps to work on and then they come back so we've just built templates but we don't have ready made uh, solution paths we have templates use those templates so template is kind of the rules of the game so it's like a new game we are developing and we are just making the rules of the game play with these rules and your probability of success would go up so that's the path we play no roots of success so there's no cheat sheet but there's a Uh, rules of the game which you can use to make your own success journey so i'm always interested in in origin stories and girish i would love to actually understand how you got to be um working for startups as you do what was the progression actually uh, i was into corporates and i got a opportunity to be a part time founder and uh, i burnt the investor money and my money and failed in that startup so that's why i realized that uh, early stage uh, lack of ecosystem support funny there was not too many folks too many mentors or too much support system this was 2012 which i'm talking about when we started and we shut down in 2015 so we realized that this failure journey can be used to make other people's failure journey become success journey so that's what was my genesis of coming into the enablement or the mentorship or the development space for startups and investment is the backbone because it felt painful to burn investor money also so what if he gave me money uh, to on the startup with the expectation that he'll grow it 10x so these two things uh, brought in uh, this uh, new uh, avatar of uh, what we are doing and we are five of us in this now i lead the strategy there's someone else in the investment vertical there's an investment banker so there are we are five of us who are doing this 
and all startup founders we've done startups of our own and now in the enablement space as investors as angels as mentors as strategists so do you have do you have a typical um fund creation system you go and find wealthy folk who will invest in in a fund that you then use to invest in other businesses or are you more of a matchmaker we are a matchmaker we are, we've got partnerships with uh, angel networks and with vcs so we are a matchmaker uh, for them and of course we also invest small amounts but it's less than 5% of the total which we help them raise right but we have hard skill in the game so that's the confidence we give to the investors that we are also investing along with the 95% our 5% is also going in so we have skill in the game to make the startup successful yeah which makes sense so mr mountain uh, girish i want to ask you a little bit i'm the part of the business that's always trying to find the story and so immediately kind of looking around your world um it's clear you know you've signed the pledge to give away half of your wealth during your life and it's clear that you have a service mindset even in the business there's a service mindset so i'm curious where all of this started how did you end up doing this what um what did your parents do and how did you end up in this in this world yeah so that's the other part of me uh, which is the socialistic actually actually in india uh, we see a lot of pain we see a lot of uh, tough lives which people go through in fact when i came to the us or when i visited europe i felt like heaven is on earth only man what are we searching for heaven up <laughs> so uh, but 9 or 10 indians lead a very tough life and luckily i was in that 1% or 0.1% of indians it's actually pure luck matlab my parents gave me a good education a good background i didn't have to worry for food on the table early in the age but at the same time seeing 9 or 10 of my co travelers uh, missed the bus felt painful and that's how a few of us came forward and took this pledge and currently there are 85 of us who've taken this pledge so this is the other side creating wealth is fun but then putting it to the right uses much more fun matlab so that's the other side of me let's create wealth but let's put it to the right use like leaving it for children or for them you spoil them matlab me let them create their own wealth give them upbringing <laughs> up to a level in india this is a exception what we are doing is a exception that's why we got only 85 folks out of 135 crores who signed up to the pledge but it's a change which we are trying to bring in and let's see how it goes so clearly i mean i think so you grew up as i did um very middle class background in yeah. some ways privileged but clearly your parents had a mindset for caring for others so is that something you grew up around was was looking around and saying we should we should be caring for each other see uh money was scarce before but the uh, lifestyle also became uh, frugal or minimalistic as i would say and that stuck matlab that lifestyle from my parents stuck matlab so even though wealth was available that wealth need not come into a lifestyle improvement where there's better use of wealth that thought process came from of course my parents interesting and so uh, if i were to say I always ask this question but I will actually I'll use Randy's image here. If you were to uh, unfortunately be hit by a bus <laughs> in a few minutes, sorry it's awful awful image. Mm-hmm. I hope that never happens. What would your last kind of what would your last bit of advice be to the world right now? What what's the the big thing that you'd like to say? So don't take yourself and others too seriously. Matlab nahi so that journey uh, was fun. and even the death should be fun in fact in my book in the ending i have said i want to die consciously and happily matlab that's my vision for myself that uh, that moment of death should be conscious and happy so what if it's with whatever heart disease cancer or whatever 
बट इट शुड बी कॉन्शियस एंड हैप्पी सो डोंट टेक योर सेल्फ टू सीरियसली मतलब And I noticed even on on your company's website, there's a little there's a little wink, a little joke on the uh, form. What is it? If you're above fifty eight yeah. score, <laughs> it says, "Hey, hold on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check yourself." I forget true, what it is, but true, true. so humor humor is clearly also part of your business and part of. Is that something you share with um, your other business partners and with your clients? True, very true. Because uh, till. I am 49. In fact, I celebrated my birthday yesterday. Till the 40s, life was a struggle to be numero uno. But after the 40s, it's it's like uh, the numero uno. So many happened, and so many numero last also happened. It didn't leave a lasting mark. It didn't leave a mark on stone. It just left a mark on stand, which disappeared. So that's how that uh, uh, fun part came in. That means let's enjoy the moment. Happy moment, sad moment, no problem. I totally endorse that thinking. Um, being significantly over forty-nine, it becomes very important to enjoy every moment that comes along. So, uh, yes, yeah, totally good. We like to keep these these podcasts relatively short, Garish. I really love what you're doing. I love that you're working within the uh, the Indian startup systems, trying to help entrepreneurs actually get their start and create something great. That's very important. Where can people find you, and who would you really love to connect with? People can find me on LinkedIn. That's the most active platform for me. Where I think Kent and I also connected, and uh, we are looking at early to very early stage startup founders, not idea stage. So, मतलब if very early is idea stage, no, but post idea kind of you're committed to the idea. You left your job and giving your idea full time. So those kind of startups. We're looking for angel funding or looking for VC funding. Uh, these kind of startup founders are welcome. Awesome. And people who want to sign for leaving my promise also are welcome. That sig- uh, the fifty ah, percent yes. back to charity they are also welcome. Yeah. And give the address of that again. Leavingmypromise.org is the website. Leavingmypromise.org. Love that. Thank you so much for talking to us, Girish. Uh, I'm sure we will talk many more times. Um, I love hearing about what you're doing in the world and the humor that you bring to it. Thank you, Kane. Thank you, Randy. It was really nice speaking to you. Take care. God bless you. Well, thank you, Girish. That was a remarkable time that you spent with us. Thank you for devoting your time. And thank you for telling us your story and for thinking deeply about the Indian startup community and what it needs. Yeah, it's really amazing to see how the world is becoming almost an open marketplace in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, it's not. But I can't wait to see where more people around the world are innovating and stepping forward and, and making great change. And of course, uh, behind the surface, Girish. You know, thank you for being a social entrepreneur and for caring about those folks around you. If you care about those folks around you, perhaps you need to send them your message more clearly. So why don't you go to our thoughtpartnergroup.com website? Uh, there's a little assessment at the top to find out just how visible you are, how strategic you are. Take a minute to fill it out. We'll take a minute to look at it and get back to you. Randy, I thought you were going to go uh, when you said, uh, if you're thinking about the people around you, comb your hair, brush your teeth, you know, wear some deodorant. You know, post COVID, 
uh, people have lost all of their uh, all of their manners. And so I thought that's what it was about. But yeah. no, 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 nobody, nobody that. can see me. I, nobody can see me, Ken. I've got no hair. Well, I see. I could say I have no hair, and then people could picture that at this point. Yeah. So if you have no hair, or if you have lots of hair, subscribe to our feed, and uh, we will feed you with more terrible jokes and information on the next one. Bye for now. Thank you.